You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. So the veil of covering need to be removed. Then he says, in the next verse of Isaiah 25, death will be swallowed up in victory. I love that. It's something like that there. He will do what? Swallow death forever. And the Lord God will wipe away tears from your faces. And remove the rebuke of his people. He will take it away from the earth. For the Lord has spoken. And how is he going to do that? He said, I'll just feed you. So you want to put an end to your lamentation? Get ready to feed. You want to put an end to your affliction? To the harassment of death? Death is not just an experience. It's an entity. It's a personality also. And it's a state. And there's a realm of death. So Jesus said you can be translated from the region of death to the region of life. And it's synonymous with being translated from darkness to light. So death is a place, it's a realm, it's a state, it's an entity, it's a personality. And except you are fed, the grip of death cannot be destroyed. In Psalm 49, it says, death is like a shepherd that leads many fat people to hell. Absolutely. So I'm just saying this to whet your appetite. Say, Lord, I want to be fed. If you didn't say it, it's not going to feed you. You know, God won't force you. Don't say, Lord, I want to be fed. <laughs> All right, so, and that will remove the veil. Listen to me. I'm anointed tonight and I'm sent to permanently damage unbelief in your life. The structure of unbelief cannot survive in your life. Unbelief, doubt, confusion, uncertainty, not being able to understand and comprehend what God is saying and what God is doing. Are you getting what I'm saying? That is going to be permanently damaged. Just listen. Just listen. Even if you, you were deaf spiritually, your ears were blocked. You will get to a point. You will start hearing the voice of the Spirit. Inside you. From inside out. If you were blind spiritually, he says, look, O blind, and you will see. If you were dead, you'll come alive. But what is going to happen is, the unbelief structure that Satan has used to cage you, is not going to give way. It's going to be permanently damaged. So, I want to move you to a point by the grace of God where it becomes impossible for you not to live by faith. It will be impossible for you not to overcome by faith. Is somebody ready? Is somebody ready? So, I want to reinforce your faith. I want to move you from the kind of faith you've been operating on before. Everybody have one kind of faith or the other. The challenge is the faith that brought you thus far that you are operating by. The kind of faith you've been riding on. The kind of faith you've been deploying. 
seems now insufficient to the challenges confronting you. That's the truth. There's a time you were okay with that faith. You were doing okay. So we need a faith upgrade. That's the reason for faith to faith. If you're going to go to a higher altitude, you need to change your aircraft with a better engine, with better capacity. Some aircraft cannot just go beyond certain altitude. It doesn't matter how you try. If you're going to win some battles that have been confronting you, you need to deploy a superior dimension of faith. That's what I want to do. So, let me give you the topic. I really want to stay on course tonight. So, we're turning to faith. We're still turning. We're turning from feeble faith to forceful faith. We're turning from natural faith to supernatural faith. We're turning from ordinary faith to extraordinary faith. We're turning from faith that struggle for little things to faith for exploits. Come on, tell somebody I'm still turning. We're turning from operating by the limit of your sense knowledge to operating by the spirit. Operating by faith and operating by the spirit is the same thing. Because faith is that you are dealing with things you cannot see. And spiritual realm is beyond what you see or what you can think. So to live by faith is to live by the spirit. To live by the spirit is to live by faith. Did you get what I'm saying? So you want to move from living just by your senses. Because there are things your senses cannot sort out. You should have known by now. So, But the topic you want to give everything is what I call, okay, for those who want to write. Are there writers here? Secret codes of God kinds of faith. Secret codes of God's kind of faith. So we're moving from man's kind of faith to God's kind of faith. Did you get that? We're moving from natural faith of human to God's supernatural faith. You see, among humans, even the most educated, the elites, okay, you hear them say, sin is believing. When I see it, I will believe. I can believe you. Show me a proof. And it's, it's logical. It's, okay, it's reasonable. But that's man's kind of faith. God's kind of faith say, believe, then you see. If you can't believe, you're not going to see nothing. It's in John chapter 11, verse 39. Jesus said to Miriam Martha, 39 and 40, didn't I tell you that if you believe, you will see? Now, somebody's going to begin to see some new things. I say you are going to begin to see some new things. So, go, go to the next verse, verse 40. Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you will believe, you will do what? See the glory of God. Hello. Is there anybody that wants to see the glory of God? You want to see it in your life. You want it to be seen upon you. 
tell the Lord, I believe that I may see. So what God is saying is that my glory is present. But if you can't believe, you can't see it. If you, if you can't see it, you cannot seize it. You can't embrace it. You can't experience it. If you don't experience the glory of God, you'll be experiencing shame and reproach. You'll be thoroughly messed up. Satan will ensure you are messed up. So, it becomes complete. Listen to Jesus. And the situation here is a hopeless case. Lazarus has been dead for this. Those who love him says, don't even open the tomb. By this time, he's thinking. We love him, but God loves him more. So, close him up with God. And let's move on. Jesus, did I tell you? It doesn't matter how hopeless your situation is. It doesn't matter how much foul order. It's going around. How smelly. How much people are now avoiding you. Jesus said, I just want one thing. I wanted to believe. Then you see the glory. Now people say, if I see, I will believe. Then God says, you're not going to see the glory. So God's kind of faith is different from human kind of faith. So we want to move you to a point. Listen to me. What God has for you is beyond what your senses and your eyes can see. You can't see it anywhere. What God wants to make out of your life, the Bible says it has not entered into the heart of men. Ears have not heard. Eyes have not seen. I want to tell you God has no photocopy machine. We don't use them anymore. Do we see do that? No photocopy machine. Everyone is an original copy. So, the only way you can see what God has intended you to be is to hear him and believe. It's not by looking around. It's not by checking yourself. It's not by checking the family tree. The family tree will sentence you backward. So you got to say, God, you know what? Show me a picture of me that I have never seen. I dare believe it. I will believe it then I will see the manifestation of the glory. See, it is when the things start happening that it has become glory. Glory is the consummation. It's the final manifestation. But it starts with revelation. Revelation inside you, God saying, guess what? This is what I intend making out of you. And all you need to do is, Lord, I believe. So, we need to move. Please listen to me. The challenge is this. God has a program. He has a mechanism. He has the resources. He has the power. He, everything to ensure none of his children fails. Loses the battle. He intended everyone to be an overcomer. Everyone to be a champion. Everyone to prosper. 
beyond limit. The challenges. The people of God don't know how to appropriate the faith. They don't know how the faith of God works. You can't use the faith of man to achieve the purpose of God. So that's why we need to move to God's kind of faith. And I have done my research. I have done, uh, it's more than research. Uh, open up polls. I've, I've interviewed people. I've interacted with people. And I discover majority of Christians are having issues with how to deploy their faith. Effectively and successfully. How to use their faith to confront impossible situations. How to use their faith to turn things around when it seems impossible. That's why we need secret codes of God's kind of faith. I can assure you, the faith of God cannot fail. And before we end, I'll show you, I'm sure you might have heard a bit of that last year. I'll show you the difference between having faith in God and using the faith of God. Yeah, you can have faith in God and you are not operating the faith of God. God has his own kind of faith. God operates by faith. So it's not enough to say, Lord, I believe in you. I have, I have faith in God. I know God can do everything. Yeah, yeah. Now, but do you know how God uses faith to walk? Did you get a point? Yeah, you have faith in your bank. And your money is there. But you need to know even how your ATM card works. You need to know how to draw money, how to get credit facility. There's a process. Don't just say, well, I believe in my bank. One of the best banks. Yeah, I know them. That doesn't bring the money out. So it's not enough to believe in your bank. You need to know how the system works. The Lord showed me, and let me talk to you. Let me talk to you. The Lord showed me that everyone that is his child, even when your life is not perfect, there is no prayer you have ever asked that is in line with his will for you that he has not granted. Oh, this is a shock. Listen to me. As a matter of fact, the Bible says, all your prayers are put in a golden bowl. Read Revelation. Revelation 5, Revelation 8. All your prayers are put in a golden bowl. And angels are offering incense. Of praise to perfect your prayer. Which means God don't regard your prayer as trash. You don't put trash in golden bowl. And God say, keep it there. Listen carefully. So, your prayers have ascended. As a matter of fact, Psalm says, even your tears are kept in the bottle. God is measuring your tears. He's not a God that cannot be touched with your feelings of infirmity. Are you listening? So everything is gone up. They said to Cornelius, your prayers and arms have ascended. Listen carefully. They said to, the angel said to Zechariah, who became the father of John the Baptist, your prayer have been heard. That's why I came. Now you need to draw now. In other words, you have enough credit. You are credit worthy. 
you are set to go. You can take any facility. Any, anything you want is granted. The problem of Zachariah is he didn't know how to draw. And Cornelius, though was an army officer, the angel had to tell him, your prayer ascended, your giving the seed you have been sown has ascended. Your account is full. But you don't know how to draw. Send for Sam. There was Peter. Send for Apostle Peter. He will tell you what to do to get stuff out of your account. Your prayers are hard. Tell somebody that's why I'm here. Come on. Say, I want to draw some things from my account. I want to pull some stuff out of my account. Yeah. So you you need some secret codes. You need some pin numbers. Unfortunately, you some of you didn't know that the system have changed. Things have been upgraded. So you're still trying to do the old way and it's not working. It's not working. It's not working. Come on, say, Lord, open my understanding. Come on, come on. Somebody pray in town. Say, Lord, open my eyes. Ramahanda Kodoboshayabaha. All right. Maybe since I touched that, let me, let me settle that. That was supposed to come last. So the first will be last. And the last will be first. What's the difference between faith in God and the faith of God? Most people, reasonable people, sensible people, have faith in God. What kind of faith? Let me say, well, I think it's an ultimate force. You know, you know all those stuff. I think it's, uh, it's an invisible energy. I believe uh, we are in a collective consciousness. Yeah, just say something that can confuse people. Yeah, I'm not the religious type. But I, I know there is. Uh, yeah. I believe in energy. Vibrations, yeah. truth of the matter is most people believe in God. They have faith in God. What is missing is the faith of God. What I want you to download is faith of God. To say, God, give me your own type of faith. I have faith in you. Now, one, one man of God, I think it's Smith, uh, Smith Wigglesworth, one of the fathers of faith. His, his wife was sick. I think it was his wife. I hope I'm quoting right. One of them. And finally, they prayed and prayed and the woman died. The woman gave up the ghost. And um, so he went into the room and he locked up himself and he began to I said, Lord, I pray you didn't heal her. I've been praying you to raise her. She said, you're not raising her. What's happening? So God said, you've been trying to use your own faith. You need my faith. Your faith can do this. You need my faith. And you need to find out how my faith works. He did it. And the woman came back to life. 
And he said, it wasn't my faith. It was God's kind of faith. This, when you get to this realm, big things, incredible things will happen, but they will humble you. Because you, you tell people, you know what? This is not mine. This is not mine. So what's the difference between faith in God and the faith of God? In John chapter 14, verse 1. Listen carefully. This is Jesus talking. John chapter 14, verse 1. Can you put it on the screen? John, he says, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. That's faith in God. Believe in God. Believe also. Faith in God. Faith in Jesus. Do you believe God is good? Do you believe God is faithful? Do you believe God is on the throne? Do you believe God is powerful? And there's nothing God can do. That's faith in God. So you're doing well. The problem is that is not enough. James says the devil so believes and trembles. He said, do you believe there is God? Yes. He says, Satan also believes. Listen, my friend. Satan believes in God. He has faith in God. As a matter of fact, superior to some of our own kind of faith in God. I'm serious. He knows God. You can't really know God and not have faith in him. Say, and listen, please, let this challenge you. When Satan has tried everything he wants to achieve, and he doesn't achieve but destroy and kill, and, you know, he comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. So when he has tried and he's not getting through, he says, you know what? It's a long time I visited God. It's not working. I'm going to God. I'm, go- I'm going back to God. It's in Job, Job, Job chapters 1 and 2. He's been trying to take on Job. He tried everything. He set the trap. He did. He sent the demons. He sent the curses and the sangoma and everything. And it's not working. And then he called and said, Chai, this thing is not working. They said, Master, what are we going to do? So don't worry. I, when I come back, I'll tell you. I'm, I'm going for council meeting in heaven. And he went up to heaven. When the sons, the angels were gathering, brainstorming with God. Here he comes. Nobody said, blood of Jesus, go back, Satan. (laughs) When you are close to God, Satan's appearance don't threaten you. It's a free world. (laughs) So God, God, God says, yes, Satan, where are you coming from? It's been a while. Where are you coming from? He said, oh, I'm just going to and fro. I mean, have you withdrawn the license? I'm saying, just, just going to and fro, up and down. Yeah, just, he didn't say the rest. Then goes, ah, did you by any means see Job? Because he saw where he was. Do you see Job? An upright man that fear me. You can't make him do evil. And on and on. He said, God, stop. That's my problem with you. I hang around them. You don't. <laughs> Job don't respect you. 
He's faking. He's not a Christian. You've taken care of everything. No one can touch him. You can't touch his children. You can't touch his business. If you do that for me, I will fear you. <laughs> now listen, this is a prosecutor in court. This is a senior advocate. He said, God, just give me a chance. Let me shake him. Let me try him. I beg you. Open this space. Allow me. Then God said, wow, is that why you came? Yeah, okay. But don't kill him. What he couldn't do for many years, he went back. In one day, he achieved it. Fire came down, wind came down, radars came, robbers came, assassin came, tsunami came, tornado came, everything came. He, he was just unlimited. The principalities and power said, Master, how did it happen? He said, Don't worry. He said, When you don't know what to do, I know what to do. I go to God. Put somebody say Satan should not be better than you. Our problem is that you are stuck and you kept doing the same thing at the same level. And God is your father. So Satan has faith in God and trembles. What is not permitted really to do effectively is to use the faith of God. He can't even, he can't do something without permit. Now you are a child of God. Is your birthright? Is your family right? Is your DNA to use the faith of God? But you have remained at the level of faith in God. And so, at best, you and Satan are at the same level. He has faith in God, you are faith in God. You are, I mean, you get what I'm talking. Come on, somebody say, I'm moving up. I'm upgrading. With my faith in God, I'm laying hold on the faith of God. I'm downloading the faith of God and how it works. I will apply. I will deploy the faith of God in every situation. And I will break through. Come on, shout hallelujah, somebody. Now, um, I can give you other example of faith in God, but you, you know, that, that, is, that is okay. So let's see the faith of God. Mark 11. Now, translations don't help matters. And this is why you need to be diligent if you want to accurately divide the word of God. If you want to put all the, all the puzzles together. See, we have diverse kind of translators that translated the Old Testament from Hebrew to English and other languages, and the New Testament from Greek, okay? Now, some of these translators, some of them are just scholars. You get what I'm saying? They're just scholars. And they're linguists, and they, they study language. And so they read the Bible and say, I, I think this is what they're trying to say here. Trying to say. And they translate it. And it's okay. Because they don't mean evil. 
They're not being mischievous. Problem is some of them don't even believe. So they are veiled. They deal with the letters, but they can't see the spirit behind the letter. They deal with the outer meaning of the word. They don't know the inner meaning. So this is why you can't stay with one translation. There are times that all the translators are correct. But you need all of them put together to get the accurate picture of a point being made. Did you get what I'm saying? That's why the Bible didn't just say, read your Bible. He says, study. Then Jesus says, search the scripture. So listen, translations, the reason I said that, Mark 11, verse 22. The common translation tells you, have faith in God. Is that right? What translation is this? What does it say? Have faith in God. How about old King James? Have faith in God. How about NIV? Just keep checking all the V's. <laughs> yeah, all of them. But young literal translation, this guy did it directly from Greek, the way it is. What did he say there? Have faith of God. That's the original thing that was said. It's not have faith in God. So when you stay with some translation, you may not get the accurate picture. Please, please, listen. Jesus was talking to his disciples who were all Jews. You can't be a Jew and not have faith in God. You'll be stoned for blasphemy. Yeah, you can't be a Jew and not believe in God. You, they won't allow you to live in those days. I don't know of now. So they all had faith in God. So Jesus couldn't be saying to them, have faith in God. Now, and in this context, you know what happened? In verse 20, Jesus, look at, go back to verse 20. Go back to verse 20. Where are you, 20? And in the morning, passing by, they saw the fig tree having been dried up from the root. Now, if you go back, maybe verse 16 or whatever, Jesus saw a fig tree from a distance. Now, you need to hear this. And the fig tree was full of leaves. And Jesus thought there were fruits. And he went there because he was hungry in the morning. He went there to go get some fruit. Seeing the fig tree afar off, having leaves. He went to see if perhaps he will find something on it. When he came to read, he found nothing but leaves. For it was not the season of figs. Now, there's complication here. Now, because if you don't read and ask question, you just gloss over. Okay, so Jesus is not the season. So this fig tree is innocent. Discharged and acquitted. So Jesus is your mistake. Probably you pray too much in the night. You are hungry this morning. So Jesus move on, move on and look for another whatever to eat. But Jesus said no. Now put old King James because King James didn't bring the next verse out well. Put old King James. Look at this. Old King James. And the next verse. Next verse. Old King James. Quickly. And Jesus did what? Answered. Jesus did what? 
answered and said unto it, No man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. And his disciple had it. So, now you don't answer if nobody speaks to you. Listen. This is a tree that the devil has taken over. It's covering the ground. Any fig tree then that have the type of leaf that fig tree has is unique. So it should have fruit. So from a distance, Jesus saw, saw leaves and it's like, yeah, there are fruits there. And he got, and he went there and he got it. Yeah, I'm going to eat nothing. Son of God. This is, this is the spirit of distraction and mockery. Everything distracting and mocking you, I cause them to die. Every tree that the devil is using to mock your life, I command them to wither. So if you don't understand, it's not time for victory, so why do you cause the victory? He answered. Which means he has something that nobody had. Trees speak. Even in their silence. People speak. Institutions speak. Is somebody hearing me? They speak. Structures speak. Situations speak. If you can't hear, you may not give the right answer. That's why the Bible says we're not fighting flesh and blood. Is somebody hearing me? So yeah. So when he did, he just said it and he moved on. Now I want to help you with something. Because Jesus was a complete, perfect gentleman. You're going to discover later that his intention really was to teach his disciples the faith of God. For him, it's not about the food. He has gotten a specimen. It's an opportunity to experiment how you can deploy the faith of God to confront whatever mocks you. And it's, it's, it's not going to miss the opportunity. This is one chance that this guy have to experience practical application to confront Anything mocking you that seems so formidable, so rooted, so intimidating, and make you feel so feeble, so inferior. Jesus said, No, you don't take that. If you have the faith of God, you speak back. Am I talking to somebody? Now you check, most of the miracle Jesus did is in this scale. At the marriage in Cana, at the end of it, the Bible says, this is the first miracle he did to make his disciples believe. So the reason for turning water to wine was for his disciples. He showed them his glory. That's John 2.11. Uh, when he raised Lazarus in John 11, listen carefully, 
Because what he used in these occasions was the faith of God, not faith in God. Not faith in God. In John 11, when they told him Lazarus is sick, is anybody see hearing me? I need to know you are there. Please, please, please. They said to him, Lazarus, your friend whom you love is sick. So, if you are from Africa, it means leave whatever you are doing. I mean, that's enough message. In Africa, we don't, we don't have to talk long English. The one you, what are, you see preaching? The one you love. The one you love is sick. I'm gone. Then Jesus waited two months. But immediately they said that. He told his disciples. This sickness will not end in death. Listen. The faith of God always answer. From God's position. From God's perspective. He hasn't seen the condition. Jesus will have said. The matter must be very serious. For them to send two delegates. All the way. And the way the guys were looking. I think the situation is critical. Maybe the doctors can't do anything anymore. So, considering all the facts, Jesus was saying, I'm afraid. Are you sure he's going to make it? Thomas, what do you think? Listen. So, the faith of God does not deny the facts. It just rises above the facts. So Jesus said, yeah! I got their message. But I had something from God. Because the faith of God must always be based on what you had from God. Did you get that? Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word from God. That's why you live by every word that proceeds from God. Not from people, not from situation, not from your bank, not from your body. What proceed from God? What did God say to you? What has God said to you about that challenge, about that situation? Now we know it seems to be getting worse. But Jesus said, Abinitio, he says, I had God. This will not end in death. He says, but for the glory of God and that the son of man also should be glorified. Two dimensions. So there were three options. Death. He said no. Second option. God glorified. Thought I would be glorified. So I said I signed for that. Then he kept doing what he was doing. The same way he spoke to the fig tree. And they just kept going. So this is our problem. You spoke to the fig tree. And you, you're checking it. You're checking it. You, you spoke about Lazarus. It's not unto death. It's for God's glory. Then you ask, Thomas, go check, go check, go check. You remember the ten spies? <laughs> so Jesus, he releases the word based on what he knows or hear from God. Now listen. Why did Jesus cause the fig tree? Matthew 15, 13 says, Every tree not planted by our heavenly father should be rooted out. And any, listen, any tree mocking you is not planted by God. Any, anything messing your life is not planted by God. 
That sickness, that disease is not planted by God. That crisis is not planted by God. Are you anything holding you down and holding you back? Are you listening? You have a right to say, I know the mind of God. This is the last chance you have to mess up people. It's called violent faith. That's what he did. Just to teach them something. Because he came from heaven. These people are operating on it. They don't know how the fear of God works. When God sees a situation that want to mess him, he speaks to the situation. The earth was without form and void. Darkness covered everywhere. He said, this is not my intention. I wanted the earth to be habitable. Huh? And you want to mess me and say, God did a bad job. What kind of God is that? I said, you know what? Spirit move. Spirit move, he spoke. He starts speaking to those things. That's how the faith of God works. So Jesus spoke about the future and the left. The following day, they're coming back. It was Peter. You know, Mark was written by, I mean, Mark was a disciple of Peter. Mark was not alive when he was not with Jesus, when he was doing those stuff. So it's the account that Peter gave to Mark. So Mark is the only one that said, Peter asked the following morning, Master, the fig tree you caused. So Jesus caused a tree. You can't be holier than Jesus. I'm in the mode. Listen, listen. I'm in the mode of, listen. Whatever has caused you, I'm anointed to cause it. So, you can't be holier than Jesus. Peter said, Master, the fig tree you caused yesterday has withered from the roots. Now, did you see the roots? But the damage was so much, the ground cracked. Peter said, this thing started from the root. Because when your word of faith starts working, it doesn't deal with the leaves. It goes to the roots. Listen, 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 listen. Listen, I attack the root of the problem in your life. I command every problem in your life to dry up from the root. Dry up from the root. Dry up from the root. Everything that I've held you down, everything that I've burned you up, everything that I've been destroying you, everything confronting you, everything resisting you. Oh my God, I command them, dry from the road. Listen, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Listen. From the roots. From the roots. Because once a tree is dry from the root, even a child can pluck it up. A child can pull it up. Wind can blow it. Peter said, from the root, the thing has become so weak. So there was lightning and thunder in what you said. How did this damage happen? We were here last night. I didn't believe you when you talk. I just didn't want to argue. 
I'm a master, 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 master. You need to tell me this. We all have faith in God, but what are you? How did you do this? That's what led to Jesus saying, have the faith of God. Have the faith of God. Another time, this is say, have the God kind of faith. I say, secret code for the God kind of faith. Not for faith in God. The God. So, what Jesus said is that, well, we all have faith in God as Jews. But I use the faith of God. And the way the faith of God works is that anything that speaks to you, what is contrary, you speak back. Now, this is warfare. This is warfare. This is not a matter of they slap you here, you turn this. This is not, this is not that. This, this, this is warfare. No, I'm serious. Yeah, I'm a righteousness and holiness preacher. But in war, in war, all is fair. After war, we can sit down at our table and, and begin to sort things out. Any tree or mountain blocking your way, whatever you do to read is legitimate. You are licensed to do that. That's how the faith of God works. So whatever has kept you in a position of stagnation is giving way tonight. Tonight! Their tendency have expired. Their roots are cut off. Sit down. I'm not just talking. I've gone to the roots. So listen. So Jesus said, next verse. Next verse, 21, 22. Peter asked, remembering, yeah, go on. So Jesus said to him, have the faith of God. Young literal translation. Have the faith of God. Have the God kind of faith. Then go further. This is how it works. Please don't miss this. This is how it works. For verily, I say to you, verily means is certain. It's not maybe, perhaps, what if. No, 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 no. Verily, verily. This is like Jesus said, I swear to God. That's, that's how far he could go. I say to you that whoever, including you, whoever, if you are a who, Forget the ever. <laughs> you are whoever may, which means you may and you may not. Listen, this is why your problem had remained, or our problem. Whoever may say, not just to the tree. Now, they are surprised about tree. Jesus take it further. He said, what I did to the tree is minor. And there was a big mountain. You see this big mountain? You may. If it stands your way. You may say to this mountain, listen carefully, be taken up. Now, does that make sense? 
to face the mountain and say, be taken up. Won't they say you need Socratic? <laughs> but Jesus said, you may say that. If you want, it's up to you. It's me to you according to your faith. Whipping may endure for a night. Joy comes in the morning. But whipping can continue also in the morning. It's up to you. So, you may say to this mountain, be taken up, listen, be cast into the sea, and may not doubt. So, this is the problem. How do I get to a point, whether I speak to tree or mountain, where I'm no more doubting? Where there is no internal agitation. There is nothing like, what if it doesn't happen? There's, that's how to develop, where you need to develop your faith. There's what you do that whatever you are led to say, your heart agrees. That's when mountain moves. That's when trees dry. So, if you will not doubt in your heart, but believe in your heart that the things that you say do come to pass, it shall be to him whatever and it gets worse. Are we together? Help me tell somebody. Push it. Say, this is how the faith of God works. Now, faith in God can be silent. But the faith of God speaks. Most people that have faith in God, they just keep silent. They're very... Silence is golden. Because if I, if I speak and it doesn't happen, so I'm, I believe in my heart. I believe in God, but I'm not saying anything. That's faith in God. That's not the faith of God. The faith of God is very bold, very loud, very courageous. It takes, it's very daring. And he doesn't care who is listening. He doesn't care what are they going to think. What if it doesn't happen? He doesn't even have a chance to think that. It's on mission. So faith in God may keep silent. The faith of God speaks. So go to Luke chapter 17. You see that it gets more serious. The faith of God. <laughs> Luke 17. Let's go to verse 4. Luke 17. Is this interesting? So, Jesus is talking something. Now, listen. Because this is practical. Uh, if your brother sinned against you seven times in one day, uh-oh. What kind of a brother is that? Your brother, your husband, your wife, your pastor, your member. Your... Seven times one day. What? In my place, three times is too much. Seven in one day and seven times in a day returns to you saying, I repent. You shall forgive him. It's not that you believe him. <laughs> but since he said, I repent. I'm sorry. You shall forgive him. But you know the way we do it? That's what she said the other time. June 26. You said it. July, you said. I'm not a fool. I'm not a fool. I'm not. 
Keep your sorry. Keep your sorry. Keep your sorry. I've had enough. I hope you know I'm not talking by experience. I just talk what it's what angels tells me. That's what I'm saying. I don't experience it. So you can sin against me 700 times and just come. I say it's cool. If you believe that. So now, when Jesus said this, hear the disciples. Next verse, apostles. What did they say? The apostles said to him, Lord! <laughs> they said, say, Lord, I'm done. I'm done. I thought we were doing okay before. This is not a matter, it's a hard saying. Okay, you have more job to do with the apostles, not the members. You know what I say? We can't handle this. We can't handle this. Lord! So, which means it, it takes faith to forgive, it takes faith to overlook, it takes faith to move on. It takes faith not to allow people's hearts to tie you down. To keep you hurting. It takes faith. They knew. They said the only reason Jesus is, and Jesus wants you to do what he doesn't do. So they said, this is your kind of faith. Wait, our, our faith has not reached that level. We have faith in God. Only God have this type of faith that whatever, any time you come back, he says it's over. He says, let's start, uh, let's start all over. He says, no, no. We don't have that faith. And, we, and we're not hiding. We're not pretending. So, now, listen. I thought when they say, Lord, increase our faith. Okay, line up. Take Higher faith! Upward faith! From the crown of your head to the tip of your toes. That's what they were expecting. Lift up your hands. Worship the Lord. I see it coming. Yes, it's coming. Yes. Yes. That's it. That's it. That's it. Drink it. Drink it. Alright, alright. Listen, why are you guys laughing? <laughs> we are in church, we are in church. Now listen. So let's see how Jesus did it. Listen, next verse. So the Lord said, If you have faith as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be pulled up by the roots. Do you see specific? And be not drowned, not drowned. Be planted. Be planted in the sea. That's different from the mountain being drowned in the sea. And it will obey you. Listen. That's the faith of God. That's the faith of God. Now listen, when I'm done with you tonight, your, your, your unbelief and doubt is damaged. Damage. You are going out here too dangerous for the devil. 
some mountains before you speak, they will be jumping. They will just say, Okay, we know, we know, we know, we know, we know. We know what you know. Even the way you are looking, your smile is now listen. So look at this. The point here is this. What did they ask Jesus to do? So that's exactly what he's doing. The way he increases your faith is to speak to you about how to deploy your faith. It's to tell you that the faith you have, as little as you think it is, is enough. The problem is you are not deploying it. The money in your account, all your prayer have been had. Things are credited. What is there is enough. You're just not putting the ATM and the PIN number. You're not putting the PIN. So, what Jesus is saying is that it's not the size of your faith. It's what you're doing with it. Faith in God, you keep it to yourself. It's a private affair. Faith of God, is, it goes public. Are we talking? So that's number one. Now, please don't miss this. What we are doing tonight in faith to faith is that we are increasing your faith. Okay, let me talk it. Your faith is increasing now. Why? Unbelief blinds you. So once you start understanding, it means your faith is increasing. It means unbelief is going. Now, how many of you are seeing things clearer? Now, you know, oh, I realized why I didn't get that contract. I realized why that thing, didn't, oh, no. It means your faith is increasing. Because through faith, we understand. Hebrews eleven three. Now, it's, nobody can comprehend how the world was framed. But when faith comes, you suddenly get to the class of God. And you say, oh, I understand how God did it. Faith, faith elevates you to the class of God. Are we talking? Now listen, listen. So, thank you. It says, by faith we understand that the words, the words there are the ages. Amplifies the ages in succession. Like we're, we're now in the age of internet, connectivity, information, global village. That's the age we're in. It is framed by the word of God through faith. Did you see that? Yeah. By faith, we understand that the word, that is during the successive ages. The word has been going through successive ages. It's succession. What is framing the word is the word of God. Even Satan, unbeliever, they are carrying now the word and the wish of God without knowing. All the advancement is the word of God producing. It. So, what that should do to you is that if you start deploying the word of God, you will reframe your world. You will, you will enter a new age from tonight. You, are you listening? You can frame a new life. You say, the life I live up till this morning. Now, that's that old age. Old age. There's a new age. And I'm using the word of God to frame it by the faith of God. Are we talking? So, go back. 
So Mark, Jesus is saying, uh, is it Mark who read? Luke, I beg your pardon. In Luke, so Jesus says, the way I increase your faith is to speak faith. Because faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing. And hearing. And hearing. So the more you say, well, my faith is not increasing. Jesus, okay, let's talk about faith. The one you have now, if you talk to the mountain, it's like your Moses. It grows stronger when you deploy it. The more you use it, the stronger it becomes. You don't use it, it's flabby. That's how faith goes. Are we talking? Tell somebody, I will start using my faith. I will deploy the faith of God. Yeah, the faith of God works. So, when you get home, don't do it here because I know you guys. You Google, check on the internet, mulberry tree. Ancient mulberry tree. I have it. I did this in, in a faith to faith conference. And somebody the second day sent me. See, the mulberry tree makes a mature man, full lady, tall, huge, make the person look like maybe one over a hundred of the tree. The tree is massive. It's, it's like ancient. It's been there forever. And you see this tiny person there, and Jesus said, you want me to increase your faith? Go say to this tree, listen, be removed from the root and be planted in this. So faith will make you speak some ridiculous things before you experience the miraculous. You have to go ridiculous if you want to see the miraculous. Are you listening? So, whatever they told you you are cursed, that there's a curse in your life, that's why things are not working. That's a tree. And they say it's generational, it's a family tree. It was the so faith tonight. You stand up in your room, you will face that tree. Listen carefully, and you say, I come with the faith of God. You have been messing me up. You've been speaking to me. It's my turn to speak. Be removed. Dry up from the root. And be planted in the Atlantic Sea. That's the grace I can grant you. But I don't want to in Sadek territory. I don't want you close. Now, you have to be specific. Listen, your own tree, listen, maybe what the doctor says is incurable disease. Is a tree. Speak to it. So, let's come to John, uh, Lazarus. Maybe that's where we're going to end. You know the way it goes. <laughs> but listen carefully. So, they told Jesus, Lazarus is sick. He says he's not to death. It's for God to be glorified. And me, I will be glorified. That he stayed two days. Because the father is saying, don't go yet. If I'm going to be glorified, it has to get worse. He loves you so much that he has delayed the miracle and the breakthrough you wanted. 
because his glory have to be much. Now, you think about it. If he had left immediately, oh, Lazarus is sick. 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 I come with the faith of God. I come with the faith of God. Lazarus, 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 Lazarus. And Lazarus, ah, I am here. I am. They will say the sickness was not serious. So God said, don't move yet. You knew my mind. You have had me. That is, it won't end in death. It won't end in death. It won't end in death. It will end in glory. Keep doing what you are doing. I will tell you when to move. So, so which means if you're going to use the fear of God, you have to stay current with God. Stay connected. Hear God and keep hearing God. And it's not difficult. So after two days, he said to the disciples, he said, friends, our friend Lazarus is sleeping. And we have to go and wake him up. (laughs) Guess who spoke? Thomas. (laughs) Thomas said, if he's sleeping, he will wake up all by himself. Now the sleep is very deep. The guy is, is stressed. He's been so busy. Jesus said, okay, faith of God don't speak human language. It speaks a different language. Faith of God don't say, he's dead. And God told me he's not going to end in death. God, God, God. But he said it's not going to end in death. So when you're using the faith of God, it may seem like things go worse. That's the trial of that faith. That faith is being tested. I even believe, I thought I had God. And I said it. I, I don't think I've made a ridicule out of myself. As I've kept, I've kept my big mouth shut. No, Jesus didn't do any of that. And no message came. Nobody sent to him that he's dead. So the father told him, what I say will not end in death. There is a temporary death. But that's not the end. So let me talk to you. That situation is not the end. I say your situation, that negative situation, is not the end of the matter. Your situation is going to end in glory. God is going to be glorified. So Jesus, okay, oh, oh, oh. You, you're not operating the faith of God. Oh, the language you understand is that he's dead. So according to your language, Lazarus is dead. So let's go there. To cut it short. So they got there. You know how that happened. Martha came. Listen now. And said, Master, Master, if you have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. In other words, the faith of man believe is teach in time. Saves nine. The faith of man is time bound. But the faith of God transcends time. My daughter, my son, your, your miracle is not too late. The fear of God transcends time. Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you. Listen, 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 listen. When you are using the fear of God, time is suspended. He says even the years that the locusts, the cankerworm, the palm. Listen, 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 listen. 
He didn't say the years that were scattered or wasted. The year they ate. They ate it and digested it and the locals have died. The fear of God said, I will regather those years and restore them to you. Wait, 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 wait. Listen, let me give you another one. Hebrews 11, you're hearing the heroes of faith. Look at verse 32. You read it, but you don't pay attention. Look at verse 32. He says, what more shall I say? Now, he's been talking from Abel to Enoch. Am I talking? To Cain, to uh, Noah, Abraham, even Sarah, Rahab, Elijah. Joshua, Moses. Then he said, what must I say? For what? Time will fail me to tell you about Gideon, about Barak, about Samson, about Jephthah, and also of David, and of Salmon, and it means and so on and so forth. Now, what happened to them? Verse 33. Through faith, they subdued kingdom. Some individual subdue many kingdoms within a short space of time. They subdue kingdoms. They walk down righteousness and righteousness exalt. They obtain promises. They stop lion's mouth. You, it's people speaking against you and you are finished. You can stop lion's mouth. Now, but listen, listen. So go back to verse 32. When the fear of God is walking, time fails. Time cannot contain all that the fear of God can attain. It's not possible. You can't be using the fear of God and stay within time. You don't get it. Sit down, sit down, sit down. So this is what Martha didn't understand. He said, if you were here, it's a time factor. When we sent to you, we have seen you like that. If you have come that time, Jesus' things will have been different. What did Jesus now listen? Oh, the faith of God always speak, speaking what he had from God, regardless of the situation that is degenerating. So, Martha say, "If you have come, my brother would have died." But I even believe now that you are here. Anything you ask God, He will do it for you. Jesus said, "Your brother will live again." Your brother will live again. Then go back to John 11. Go, that John, John 11. You can look for it. Then Martha says, yes, on the last day, in resurrection, eschatology, signs of the end time. Now, now, I want you to see the matter in all of us. Martha started by saying, number one, if you have come on time, the miracle was possible. But I've seen you raise the dead one or two times. So, the, my mode now is that you can see do something. Because you told her anything you ask the father, he does. Then Jesus said, yeah, you're talking. Your brother is going to rise again. Then she left the faith of God and went to doctrine. Went to doctrine of the end time. Now, you can keep arguing about tribulation and rapture and who is the Antichrist? What is the complexion of the Antichrist? Witness, is it good? I don't know. 
When is Jesus coming? You know, why is this happening and all that? That is not the faith of God. It cannot move an ant. It's just an escape route. It's an escape route. Arguing about tithes, we give tithes, we not give tithes. So we do this. You are off. You're arguing doctrines. Which one is Old Testament? Which one is New Testament? Faith of God don't know the difference. Now listen carefully. So Jesus said, yeah, you're right. That it's not too late. Whatever I ask God, so your brother will live. And she said, yes, I remember the doctrine. When everybody, then Jesus said, I am that resurrection and life. Everything you are postponing till the end time. Now, do you know most of us believe that with time, you believe that with time your situation can change. You believe that with time, things may improve. What you don't believe is what God can do now. You believe that with time, if there is no rain, the tree may dry. That's not the faith of God. The faith of God is what to deploy to now. Now, now. So Jesus said, see, whatever will happen in future, he's here. I'm the resurrection in life. And anyone that believes in me, even if he's dead, he can come up. And if you really believe, you can stay alive without dying. Then Jesus said, do you believe that? She said, I believe you are the Messiah. Doctrine, doctrine, doctrine. That's not what Jesus asked. Do you believe that your brother believed in me? He's dead. He will rise today. Do you believe that you that believe should not die? He said, I believe you are the Christ. The son of God. Ladies are very intelligent. She didn't answer the question. The one who should come to the world. Asked who die, who doesn't die, who wakes up, that's your own. That's not the faith of God does not argue doctrines. It produces proofs. It confronts issues. Are we talking? So, so you know, let's close. Let's close. If you are standing up, you don't allow me to close. Let me close. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. So we need to close. Listen. So Jesus said. This and the matter ran. He said, I can't undo this. So ran called the brother and uh, the sister, Mary. Master has come. He's asking of you. So Mary ran and said the same thing. Which means they've been talking. The only problem is master came late. Like you've been saying, the pastor didn't come. I know Pastor Eric. If Pastor Eric had come, there's the way he used to pray. When he's praying, I I know when I feel it and I know something is happening. They've been saying it. So Mary said the same thing that Martha said. Jesus didn't say a thing. So then Mary was crying, Mary was crying, and Jesus was touched. He wept also. Verse 35. He's touched. But that didn't affect his faith. So you may be weeping outside. But keep the faith of God inside. Keep believing on on the inside. Keep worshipping on the inside. He wept with them. Because he said weep with those who weep. But I'm not going to condescend. From using the faith of God. So he said next. Show me where you laid him. Faith of God will confront the Israel. 
we not just compartmentalize it and leave it there. Say, show me where you lay. Oh, yeah. Um, we gave a good burial place. It's a very decent place. I mean, what else can we do? That's, that's, that's the least we can So Jesus come. They were very proud. That's it. It's decent burial. This is the burial for a rich man. Carved in the rock. Well done. He lived, he lived a good life. <laughs> then Jesus said, remove the stone. Uh-uh. He said, by now, he's smelling. Now, don't miss this. What Jesus had from God is it won't end in death. It will end in glory. And death came. Decomposition followed. Smell, foul odor. Everything happening in the natural is contrary to what God told Jesus. And he didn't change his position. It's called, it's called perseverance. The Bible says you need perseverance, patience, when you have done the will of God that you may receive the reward, the promise. You need tenacity. You need staying power. You need to maintain your conviction. You need to maintain your ground. And say it does not, I don't care what is happening. What people are saying. How I feel. What is smelling. I hold on to what God says. Till I, I will die believing what God says. So Jesus said, he's smelling. Didn't I tell you, if you believe, what God told me, you will see the glory. So with me, if you believe, you will. You will not allow the, the worsening condition to affect your con- to conviction. The deteriorating condition should not affect your conviction. Romans chapter 4, verse 17. The Bible says, as it is written to Abraham, a father of many nations have made, have made you a father of many nations. The wife is barren. Enter menopause. Abraham is old. They are no more doing anything together. And Abraham refused to be weak in faith. He said, the outward condition is getting worse. But my inner condition remains strong. He kept glorifying God. Saying, he has spoken. His work cannot come back without achieving what he said. That's how the faith of God works. You just hold on to what God says. So, let's close. I want, this is not theory. I want you to set your mind. Every tree that should not continue to exist. You're going to speak to them. Hear me? Every mountain, every precious thing in your life that is in the tomb and smelling, everything Satan has stolen and killed and eaten, he must bring it up. But this is the final. See how it works. Made simple. Jesus says like mustard seed. See, and if you want to understand, Matthew 13, 31. He said the mustard seed is the least of all seeds. It's the tiniest. So to move a big mountain, you need a tiny faith. Oh God. 
To move a big tree, you don't need big faith. You need faith like mustard seed. But this is how mustard seed works. It's the least. But once it's planted in the field. He said, a man takes it and casts it into his field. Then it begins to grow and germinate. If you read other part of Matthew 13, once a man plants something, you go, you go to sleep. You don't care what happened in the night. You don't stay with it and say, are you growing? <laughs> where are the roots? Where, 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 where? No, you go to sleep. You leave the rest to God, to nature, to whatever. Did you get that? So I said, that's how it works. So, you're fed like mustard seed. Check that mountain. That obstacle in your life. That evil tree. Release the tiny seed. And leave it there. What is going to happen is that your mustard seed fade will germinate. It will start growing. The mountain will see the bragging. I'm unmovable. The mustard seed faith keep growing. He does not argue. The root will be going under the rock. Will be going under the root of this big tree. Just, just then you will now be thanking God. Lord, I thank you. I planted my faith. It's tiny, but I know it's growing. It's not my faith. It's the faith of God. And the things of God start small. Like Jesus started small in the womb. Now it's global, it's generational. The kingdom is like a rock caught without man's hand until it grows and fills everywhere. That's how my seed, uh, my faith, like Moses, is going to be. It's going to grow until it's bigger than this mountain. And the growth and the force of my faith will approve the mountain. And we approve. That's what happened to Jericho. So the faith of God starts small and works progressively. But consistently. So Jericho, just keep marching around. Just do what God asks you to do. It doesn't make sense. The wall, the first day, the world was laughing. <laughs> the world was laughing. Say, so just do that, go and sleep. You planted the seed. Just, faith is acting on what God said. Why are you doing that? God said we should just be marching around. Once per day. So once per day, say, Lord, I thank you because that tree is dry. I thank you because that mountain is gone. Go to sleep. Just repeat. Then it will get to saturation point. On the seventh day, go around seven times. Doing the same thing, saying the same thing. You know what happened to Jericho? By that time, the seed of faith that was in force have gone under and sank. See, wall of Jericho didn't fall backward. Or fall. If it fell outward, it will crumble the children of Israel. If it fell inside, it will crumble Rahab's house. Because it's by the wall. It sank. Because as their faith was growing, as their faith was growing, by the seventh time they blew the trumpet, when they shouted, the faith have outgrown the wall. The wall caved in. Every barrier between you and your progress is coming in. I want you to rise up. I want you to rise up. I want you to rise up. First of all, lift your hand and begin to thank the Lord. I'm a child of God. I have the faith of God. I want you to begin to celebrate God. I have the faith of God. I, I am not a loser. 
I am a winner. I'm not a loser. I'm a winner. Just let's thank God. Let's thank God. Let's thank God. Begin to thank God for such a word. Begin to thank God. Begin to bless the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you. And the protocols of the future of the Believe you have the faith of God. Mm. Open your mouth, begin to tell yourself, I have the faith of God. 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 Keep saying it. Keep saying it. I have the faith of God. I have the faith of God. I have the faith that can move mountains. I have the faith that can command the tree. I have the faith that can forgive. I have the faith of God. Tree. That in the name of Jesus, I have the faith of God. I have the faith of God. Every tree. I have the faith of God. In the name of Jesus, every tree. I have the faith of God. I have the faith of God. I have the faith of the roots. In the name of Jesus, I have the faith of God. In the name of Jesus, to command the mountain and set it right to the and be brought the sea. In the name of Jesus, I have the I come in the name of the Lord. I come in the power of the Spirit. I come in the name of Jesus. Planted against me. I hold the Lord. Forgive me seven times, forgive back. Mm. And the, the apostles say, increase our faith. Yes. And he didn't say, your faith to increase. Mm. He said, if you have faith. Mm. So tonight, if you have faith, mm. like a mustard seed, begin to speak to those mountains before you. Amen. Open your mouth and begin to speak. You know those mountains. You know those troubles. Speak to them. Open your mouth and speak to them. Speak to them. 
Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Even with the faith of And say, You unbelief, I kill you. In the name of Jesus. I sentence you to death in my Amen. life. Amen. I sentence you to death in my life. Amen. From now on, I will be operating the faith of God. In the name of Jesus. Come and open your mouth. Doubt and unbelief in the area of my Doubt and unbelief in the area of my Doubt and unbelief in the area of my Doubt and unbelief in the When Jesus wanted to cause the, 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 the fig tree to the root, the Bible said he answered. Yes. What have been speaking to you? Mm. Maybe the, the tree that said, oh, come and eat. Mm. Oh, get married. Mm. You cannot make it. Mm. This is how you will die. Mm. I don't know what I've been speaking to you. Do you have enough faith to answer that? To answer back. Yes. You cannot grow. This will not happen. You will not have your own house. You will not have children. Tonight is the night to answer. Hallelujah. Amen. Do we have people of faith that want to answer? Amen. Hallelujah. Open your mouth and answer. Nobody's going to answer for you. Nobody's going to answer for you in the name of Jesus. Tonight is the day we answer every tree that has been working us. Every tree we answer you. You spirit of poverty, I answer you. Every tree of poverty, in the name of Jesus, we answer right now that we declare that the calling we have in God. Jesus, I am not 
from in the name of Jesus. The Lord said you can't. You're not the trainer. The Lord says, you can't. I'm pressed right now. In the name of Jesus, I declare. In the name of Jesus, I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the country. In the name of Jesus, I declare. In the name of Jesus, I shall make it. I shall make it. In the name of Jesus, name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Lord is saying to me, somebody, you are here. And you are going and they say road closed. They say road closed and you are about to turn your car back. And the Lord is opening that door right now. Hallelujah. You are driving through right now. Amen. You are driving through right now. Amen. Driving through to your breakthrough. Amen. Driving through to your abundance. Amen. Come on, somebody say, receive it. From the grave. Amen. That same power is dwelling in you. Hallelujah. That is the faith of God. Amen. You're going to command every dead thing in your life. Amen. Every dead marriage. Amen. Dead relationships. Amen. Dead businesses. Amen. Today is your day of resurrection. Hallelujah. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? Command every prophetic word that I've been uttered tonight. Yes. Every 
every declaration, yes. Amen. you command to start walking. Yes. Amen. Ah, how many of you believe the word of God works? Amen. Some declarations have been sent forth in your way. Amen. You command them with your little faith. Mm. Begin to walk. Amen. The yes. Lord said to me to tell you, there's, I mean, Song of Solomon chapter 5, verse 2. Song of Solomon 5, 2. Help me put it. That he has a business with you tonight. Hallelujah. Say so he has a business with you tonight. He, says, he has a business with you tonight. He said, I sleep, mm-hmm. but my heart is awake. Mm. I sleep. That is naturally. Mm. He said, tonight your heart must be awake. Amen. Because God is going to be doing some surgeries. Hallelujah. Some surgical work. He is going to speak to your heart. He's going to speak to your situation. So Mm. don't just do this. No more sleeping. Mm. That you will see. God will come to you in revelation and you will wake up and forget. Amen. You say, I, I, I don't know what happened. I saw something. I can't even remember. No, sleep. But let your heart be awake. Be awake. Mm. Hallelujah. Let your heart be awake. Because God is at work in your day. So you're going to command every declaration, every word that has come tonight, begin to walk from now. Amen. How many of you know it will work? How many of you know it's working? Amen. You will have a testimony. Amen. Come and open your mouth and begin to ask declaration. Lazarus is rising up. Nobody trees right. My blood from bread and the sun are feeding out of Jesus. I command the leprosy to work. In the name of Jesus, let that one begin to work. In the name of Jesus, no way you will partner to proceed out of your mouth and return unto his point. I declare in the name of Jesus, the word of God shall come to pass in my life. Every prophetic word is coming to pass in my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, every prophetic declaration shall come to pass in the name of Jesus. All the thoughts of God concerning my life are coming to pass in my life. In the name of Jesus, I wake our hearts. I wake our hearts in the name of Jesus. Let our hearts awake. No more smoke. In spirit, it's the name of Jesus. No more smoke in the spirit. Our hearts awake. In the name of Jesus, wake up the mightiness. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, it's coming to pass. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We bless your name, O God. Yes, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody say, Let it be unto me. Let it be unto me. According to the word of God. According to the word of God. It shall be unto me. It shall be unto me. According to the word of God. According to the word of God. It is unto me. It is unto me. As it has been spoken. As it has been spoken. So shall it be in my life. So shall it be in my life. So shall it be in my family. So shall it be in my family. So shall it be in my business. So shall it be in my business. So shall it be in my studies. So shall it be in my studies. So shall it be in my body. So shall it be in my body. So shall it be in my heart. So shall it be in my heart. In the name of Jesus. Come on, give him praise. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I want you to turn to somebody. Just hold that person's hand. Hallelujah. I want you to begin to make some declarations over that person right now. Use the faith of God to activate some things. In the name of Jesus, whatever is standing against you is uprooted. Is uprooted. Every limitation in your life is removed right now. Every stubborn situation, every power, every generational tree in your life is uprooted right now. In the name of Jesus, they are uprooted. They are uprooted. Every hindrance in your life is removed right now in the name of Jesus is removed right now in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus every doubt in your life dies right now dies right now dies right now dies right now Every boundary, every limitation, every resistance over your life is broken. Every boundary around your life is shifted. Every illegal boundary, whatever the Lord has not planted in your life is uprooted right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Whatever attacks your health. Whatever attacks your mind. Whatever attacks your finances. Whatever attacks your faith. Whatever. Whatever attacks your relationships. Right now. It's uprooted. In the name of Jesus. Post Kalabaha Nenelemete We declare a new day A new day is done upon you In the name of Jesus Pekesulabaha Mighty God Mondelebesulabaha the power of your word is activated the power of the word is activated to the very foundation of your life the root of your family your family tree is being visited right now your family tree is being visited right now in the name of Jesus. Your ancestry, your DNA is being visited right now in the name of Jesus. Your organs are being visited right now in the name of Jesus. Reconstruction 
is taking place in your family, in your body, in your life, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Come on, give him praise. Um, as we started praying, I just saw smoke starting the side. And it started moving backwards. So it became foggy. I couldn't see clearly. But then I said, Lord, is it smoke? It started to look like a cloud. I was no longer sure. Am I seeing a cloud or am I seeing smoke? And as I prayed more about it there in the back, God just gave me a word that my glory has come to your altar. My glory has come to your altar. In the name of Jesus. Come on, let's, let's appreciate the Lord. Thank the Lord for this visitation, for his glory. We sang it at the beginning. Let your glory fill the house and his glory has filled the house. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your glory. Has redefined our lives, reconfigured our lives. Hallelujah! The glory, Amen. Hallelujah! Isn't this wonderful to be in the glory of God, in the presence of the Lord? There is fullness of joy at His right hand. Are pleasures forevermore. Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord praise again. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you so much. Uh, we receive that. Do you receive everything? Receive that. We receive every single declaration. Every single word. We thank you, Daddy. We thank you, Mommy. For this awesome time in God's presence. Amen. We're going to take our offering right now. Just take up your offering. Let the Lord speak to you to give towards this conference. We have a lot of expenses, but we're trusting God. Hallelujah. Amen. By the faith of God, every need is met. Amen. Amen. Declare every need met. Amen. We declare surplus and overflow by the, by the faith of God in the name of Jesus. Abundance. Hallelujah. Seven years of abundance. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Take out your offering. Father, we thank you. We glorify you. Thank you for the opportunity to be part of what you are doing. To give towards your work. Lord, my God. Thank you for your visitation. In appreciation, we give to you to say thank you. Amen.